Chris Wendelkin, and this is On The Line, a podcast where I talk to friends of mine living around the country about all things life and hoops and whatever else is going on. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, I apologize. I'm a bit under the weather, so uh, I'm sorry if I sound a bit more nasal and congested than usual, but hey, that's life. Um, you can find me online at uh, on the line underscore pod. That's on Twitter. I'm on Instagram at on the line pod. You can send me any questions about the NBA or your life or whatever the hell you want at on the line pod at gmail.com. Last, if you could rate, review, and subscribe to the show in iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. I greatly appreciate it. My guest today is my dear, dear friend, Adam Lustig. Adam is a founding member of the critically acclaimed sketch group, the Harvard Sailing Team. He's named as a comic to watch by Variety and Time Out LA. You've seen him on TV, on Veep, on Silicon Valley, on Adam Ruins Everything. He stars as John in the Comedy Central show Corporate. He's hilarious. I love him so, so, so much. Let's give a call to Adam Lustig. Hello, sir. Lusto. What's up, Wendelks? Hey, you're on the line, buddy. My good friend in Los Angeles, uh, Adam Lustig. Lusto, how you doing? It is so great to be here. I couldn't be more (laughs) thrilled. I've been awake and at attention since circa 5.30 a.m., just standing straight up, (laughs) ready ready for this moment. How you doing? How's everything? I'm doing really, really well, Chris. Uh, I miss you on a personal day-to-day friend basis. Hey, come on. I also miss you as as an NBA postseason co-watcher and uh, commiserator. You're pulling pulling at my heartstrings. You're pulling at mine. This is like medicine for me. Uh, Hey, but... chat with you in the early morning. This is why we pod. This is why we pod. This is why we pod, baby. This This is is why why we pod, pod, baby. Every day? Yeah. Every day, baby. Every day, baby. (laughs) 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 Um... All right, give me a snapshot. What's uh, what's what's cooking in Los Angeles? So first of all, what, give give me a weather sitch. So it's what eight thirty in the morning over by you. We're expecting circa eight eight thirty three a.m. I'm yeah. looking out the window right now. It is to no one's surprise flawless. Flawless. It is not like a cloud the golden, in the sky. Yeah, not one single cloud. The golden uh-huh. rays of California sunshine uh-huh. are just starting to sort of kiss uh-huh. the stop signs and the trash strewn <laughs> amongst the sidewalk. It's really beautiful. Uh, it's. It, it's, it. it's it's another really really fabulous morning. It's I miss a great it. Day. How about New York? What's the deal? Are we, so are we in the middle of the. We are warming <laughs> up. Is the good okay, news? Good. We are we are nice. warming up. It's been consistently like in the 60s, which has been nice. such a relief because it's been a really Beautiful. brutal winter. But today, yes. of course, being New York, is like huh. a dreary, overcast, rainy day. Those are my favorite, though. Those yeah. are my favorite kind of days. Dude, I know. <laughs> I know. It's bizarre. When I was living in California, these were the days, oddly yeah. enough, that I would miss. It's like I, I miss it. I miss... Give me an, an give me an umbrella day. Give me a day give me where a murky. Give yeah. me a tired day where by twelve thirty I'm ready for a nap. Sitting in let, the, the, let me sit yeah. in a coffee shop. Look at the rain come down. Please. Then I'll go home. Hit hit the hay. Take a nap. Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, but the the NBA playoffs have been keeping me. I hope they've been keeping you warm and oh, sunny dude. because I they're mean, it's the appointment. Only, really the, it's appointment oh. theater every night. We got the we got the hoop going, and. and look, uh, I, yeah, I don't mean to sound overly biased or overly kind of hyperbolically enthusiastic, but I just kind of feel like this is the best time I've had in round one as a viewer in year. I mean, like, I I'm can't remember. I can't remember a more fun round uh, round one of the NBA playoffs. It's been amazing. Can you put this your finger been... on it? Like, what is it? What is it about this round of the playoffs that's just been so invigorating? To me, I think it's like, oh man, we're getting like an immediate sneak, not even a sneak peek, but just a full peek into what like the post LeBron era yep. of N- of the NBA will be. Which and is it's what? like we are seeing these superstars emerge like right before our eyes between Donovan Mitchell, Ben Simmons and Embiid. The Anthony Davis is like has been the future for years, but now he's like the present. And you got Jalen Brown and Jason. T- I just feel like the like the next gen. The next of the guard. NBA. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like we're just seeing it unfold in real time, specifically with Philly, who I've made. I mean, we've talked about this yeah. off off pod, but I am two feet and two hands fully on the Philadelphia 76ers God bandwagon. Damn. Count yeah. me a fair weather fan. You I'm know, here for that team. Craw and I, Ben Craw and I were talking a couple of months ago. Yeah. We just missed the season ticket. Like there was a there was a moment there oh, where we could have been yeah, you, season ticket holders yeah. and we would just drive down to Philly. Um oh you know, God, when there's a big a game. Idea. 
Yeah. And we just missed the moment because now, you know, that tidal wave has, it, it's crashed. And, you know, they, it, they are man. here. They have arrived. And, unbelievable. Um, yeah, I think I, the, I, the, the other thing, like my two cents is like, I just yeah. feel like we have so many amazing underdog stories yeah. on a team yes. level, on an individual player level uh, that, are, yes. that are bearing fruit in the first round. Um, Absolutely. And uh, I want to hash out some of those with you in greater Great. detail in a little bit. But just like... It's fun, you know, it's fun to think about the Utah Jazz, which Ooh. is like a makeshift team, a bunch of role-playery guys <laughs> and and one phenomenal rookie and and yes. obviously Gobert, uh, you know, as defensive player of the year whatever. Yes. But like essentially He's a in the middle. Yeah. they're a, they're a, they're a fundamentally really sound team and yes. they're on the verge of taking out what's essentially like a, a big three, like, you know, the Oklahoma City, this star-studded big three. And we, yeah. I feel like we've been handed this narrative the last, I don't know, four or five years, 10 years yeah. since LeBron went to Miami, or even yes. since like Garnett and Paul Pierce and Ray Allen put, to, put right. the, together a team in Boston where it was like the recipe for winning an NBA yeah. championship is putting three elite yep. players together and and that's it and i think there was this like, the super team yeah, yeah there was this presumption that oklahoma yeah. city well we we they did it they got three all-star players you know yes. and and now we'll just hand them the western conference you know of the, the finals or whatever the, they'll yeah. be in the western conference finals and it's really it's not that simple and it's i think there's all. like a style of play that's also permeating the first round of the playoffs. That's been like really awesome for me to watch. Like, I mean, it pains me to admit this it pains me to even <laughs> say it, but one of my favorite teams to watch yes. in the first round has been, a, has been the Miami heat as a, as a die, as a diehard Knicks fan. It pains me to admit that. And it's like, what is like it about them? That's so fun. And it's like, they're just basically like a really gritty, dirty team and defense they're a defense, defense you know like they muck Ugh. they try to muck it up and they played philadelphia really hard they played them really yes. really hard and yes. it was a joy to watch because you felt it like was. the sixers really had to like like put it all out there in order to win the series but i was i was pretty certain after the first like couple games of the series i was like oh this is going seven that this is going to be like an amazing first round series bat like these teams are going to be trading wins yeah and i gotta say i i mean and i'm right with you as a as a fellow diehard nick fan it pains me to admit that yeah. i love Dragic. i oh my love God. josh Rich, josh richardson like all the these Miami guys role players even justice are, winslow who winslow. you know is like a guy with a broken jump shot like he was he uh, yeah. came into the league and that was the rap on him was like yeah if he can ever develop a shot he might be really good and he right. kind of really hasn't but the thing Ever. is it doesn't really matter because if doesn't he need one. the way he functioned in that series is like your job is to be on Ben Simmons and just yes. like be like on him like velcro and just make his yes. life a living hell and he yes. really did i mean obviously the sixers won and that's right. all that really matters but i don't know i think that you know this is a conversation i was having with um i guess Matt and Lucas the other day it was yeah. like I feel like Miami could be a team if they were to ever acquire a guy like Kawhi Leonard or some like exactly. elite, some like elite level offensive creator. If yep, they were, if they, they were able to acquire that guy without, um, you know, breaking apart the team, if they could keep those role right. players in place, man, yes. I, I just feel like the DNA, like the Pat Riley DNA, is there. It's like, there. The, the defense, and you take it for granted. The Miami Heat has actually, yeah, no, like I was saying, across they are more Knicksy than the Knicks. Yeah, like when you think of exactly. like the, the '90s Knicks, that's exactly. who the Miami Heat are today. You know, to be 100%. totally honest. And don't you think that trickles? There's that direct Pat Riley to Spolster. I mean, oh, it's like no that's, doubt. Yeah. yeah, dude, you see the blueprint. It's it's right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was crazy to, to see a team that defensively solid and like. And this is just speaks to the power and the potency of Philadelphia. And that the Sixers were still just like running out on mad fast breaks, putting up 115. Incredible. And it was yeah. like, wow, this six. What is the deal with the Sixers' offense? They are. I mean. Again, uh, like, you know, I've like saw them a league pass a little bit throughout the year, like kept up with yeah. Ben Simmons, but like you really get to see these teams uh, and you yeah. get to see they're sort of the metal of them in the playoffs when they're playing the same player, the same team night after night. Yeah. And then emo like the emotions are running high. You really get to see sort of like what their metal is. And, and Ben Simmons it, is a, he is dude, a luxury vehicle. He's the future. What? He's the future. Um, yeah. Unbelievable. 
unbelievable. It's awesome also to see these guys, you were saying like the intensity level play yeah. at like this very high ratcheted up, you know, in, in intensity or a level yes. of energy, whatever. The stakes just feel so high. Obviously, the yes. the playoffs. But I just, yes. I, I think that's for me, another thing about the this first round that's been so awesome is just yeah. like the competitiveness. It feels like everyone yes. is just playing so hard and wants it so bad. And everyone, oh, yeah. especially in the East, Everyone really thinks they have a shot, and frankly, and they, do. they do. They do. They do. Right. I mean, exactly. you know what I mean. Like even the eighth seed, even the Milwaukee Bucks. Let like, yeah. come on, you can. To- anyone can make a case for a Giannis just making a run and yes. knocking knocking out, or I guess they're the seventh seed, knocking out the Celtics or even the Washington yeah, can, Wizards. Like you, yeah. you, you can make a case for any one of these guys just going nuts and knocking off like a depleted Cavs team. And why can't they be in the NBA Finals? I am not convinced that Toronto makes it out of this first round. Oh, still. neither am I. I know they're the top oh, seed. I'm not convinced. Neither not am convinced. I. Neither am it's I. It's 2-2. John Wall, I mean, first of all, let me just say this real quick. Yep. Two of the two of the all-time great plays I think I've seen ever have happened in this first round. That Joel Embiid block on Goran Dragic. Oh, where he like, Yeah. So I, I just have never seen anything I like know. that. I couldn't believe it was real. Jeez. And John Wall putting down that left-handed dunk on top of the Raptors or whatever. Oh, I mean, like, yeah. game three. Oh. But, like, these are... So, and I also just want to say that to your point about intensity, I also feel like the playoffs brings out like the supervillains or like the super, like the superheroes yeah. and the supervillains. Like we have like these like great... roles, the archetypes kind of emerge. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like I am so, and I know that he's a complicated personal figure and I'm sure that he's probably an, an asshole in real life, but holy crap, the way that Rajon Rondo does playoffs. Oh my God. The way that Rajon Rondo does the postseason is, is something inc- that it's incredible. <laughs> I mean, can, unbelievable. Dude, can we yeah. talk about him for a minute? Like where yes. did this, come from where did it come from you know it reminds me of um I honestly think like I, I heard uh, Bill Simmons talking about this the other day. It's yeah. like he's a, a, it's like Anthony Davis is some sort of kindred spirit in the way that Kevin yeah. Garnett uh, is or was oh, for Rondo, and it like I feel like he just needs a muse. Like Rondo needs, yeah. <laughs> he needs a muse to like draw it out of him. But he once he senses muse. that there's like he blood does. in the water, he, he's one of those guys that can just thrive on competitive juices alone. You know I what think I mean? That's exact, I think that's exactly right. And if you don't think that, I mean, like I am hotly anticipating Rondo versus Draymond in oh, this next round. Dude, I mean, like gonna two be of electric. the great instigators. Electric. Oh my God. Two of the great instigators, Joel Embiid. Okay, now let's talk about Embiid mm-hmm. for a second. Like yeah. instant superstar, instant superstar, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just, the way that he embraces this, like, I mean, the black mask and like throw oh. the mask and he like <laughs> loves, he like leans into this like superhero pro wrestling. It just feels yeah, like he really Embiid leans into the Rondo, pro wrestling, pro wrestling thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. And Draymond and even Marcus Smart is like, we have these instigators who are like in the playoffs that really, really, they want yeah, like whiff. But yeah, the pro wrestlingness of it is, is is back. It's here, and I really love it. Yeah, that's another thing about the young guys that's really cool is like they all. No one's afraid of the moment. You know what I yeah. mean? Like no one's no one's deferential. Like no one like that's a good point. Donovan Mitchell is ready. Like he's just ready to average thirty points yeah. in the playoffs. And and yes. um, you know Anthony Davis just is yes. ready. And uh, Jalen Brown and Tatum are just ready. Here. And, yeah. Yes. Um, a couple under underdog stories that I wanted to yes. uh, just tease out with you a little bit. I Please. mean, so we can talk about underdog teams and sort of out of left field story uh, teams, but also individual yeah. players. But some of the nominees I wrote down were um, yeah. Ricky Rubio, just like all of a sudden finding uh, finding a jumper. I mean, this is a guy <laughs> that like the yeah. the Timberwolves fans for years were clamoring for this guy if he could just if he could just shoot. 40 to 45% from the field, like he, yes. he would be unstoppable. Um, he always was this prodigious passer, but he could never right. really find a shot. All of a That's sudden right. the dude is just draining three pointers. Like it's it, nobody's business. And it's so funny because like it, it, it is, and it, it seems like a, he like found a jump shot literally overnight. This series, like just woke up one yep. morning with one. And then B, I love how sort of slow and methodical and sort of not even labored, but just deliberate his jump shot motion is like, he does these, you know, we're yes. so used to seeing James Harden, jab, step, jab, step, lightning quick, bat, like yes. jump back three pointer. Ricky Rubio does that exact thing, but at like one fiftieth the speed. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. know, just like watching Rubio just like <sighs> through molasses 
process, like languidly get back to the three point line. So great. Ian Eagle, Ian Eagle's been calling those Utah games, I guess on TNT and he's been calling them the Spanish samurai, um, (laughs) which I just feel so perfect. I, uh, he is the Spanish samurai. samurai. Uh, so Rubio finding a jumper. That's a big one. Oh yeah. What about Derek Rose? Like a, basically like on like peds i don't know what is going on with derrick rose but all of a sudden he's like found the fountain of youth he's playing incredibly for uh for for minnesota Minnesota. yeah oh yeah i i think that the thing there is that like and i think one of the commentators said this maybe reggie miller or something but just the the mental pressure i mean people forget that he was the youngest mvp in league history he was yeah he was an mvp at 20 something uh, and it's like, I just think the relief of not having to be the alpha, not having to be the number one offensive option on a team is really liberating to some of these like sure. injured past their prime, but still freaky talented guys. I mean, it's they have 29. Towns, yeah. 29 towns and Wiggins and Butler. All these guys are Craw- Jamal Crawford. Jamal Crawford ends up shooting more than anybody else. <laughs> I know. I mean, so it's like, <laughs> it makes me Derek so happy <laughs> still. He, Jamal Crawford never changed Jamal. Never changed. Never changed. Just like crossover, 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 fadeaway switch. Yeah, I also love but, that. Like the Timberwolves are basically the 2010 Bulls. The like Bulls, two, just literally the Bulls. It's Thibodeau, <laughs> Todd Gibson, Jimmy Butler, Derek Rose. Derek Rose. I mean, I if they could get Kirk Heinrich on that team, it would make me really, <laughs> really happy. Um, more out of left field guys. I mean, this is this is a guy that. We've yeah. been waiting for this, I feel like, for yes. some time. And part of it is because he was injured and he plays in a small market. But Drew Holiday is Huge, all of a sudden, man. and he's like an elite level shooting guard. And the other thing is they shifted him to playing mm. off the ball. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. was he was pigeonholed for this for the early part of his career as a point guard. And he really needs to play off the ball. And yeah. boy, oh boy, he's t- taken off. I mean, he's shined in the in the first round of the playoffs. Probably the MVP of the first round. I mean, that block. Hard to argue, game, yeah. That game-winning block, what was it, game one or two against Portland, that chase down, pin, pin against the backboard oh, block. Jeez, right, 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 right. Jesus. Jesus. Unbelievable. Uh, and his... Yeah. And he has that he has that sort of very sweet human interest story, which oh, is that his wife his was wife, pregnant right? and he had a has a tumor, maybe a brain tumor, something right, like, or something yeah, yeah. really horrible. And but Drew Holiday's so happy for him, he's happy amazing. For and that's him. another to your previous point. That's another kind of Rondo muse. Like Rondo gets to dish to Holiday. Rondo has these pieces around him that I I think God. you're right. You can tell inspires him. These players are just human beings. They get bored. They're yeah. not machines. <laughs> like they are yeah. human beings yeah. subject to human foibles and boredom. And Rajon Rondo is a temperamental little asshole who gets yeah. bored and who needs a muse and without a Garnett without Anthony Davis Rondo will just talk shit and tank yep. the team and ruin it he gets but bored with, but he also gets, gets jealous so he gets bored. angry like you know oh. what I mean like he hears yeah. all that chatter about like he's past his prime he doesn't belong in yes. the league anymore he can't hit a yes. shot he's like yes. oh I'm taking this all in and I am yes. so ready because once I find my muse you're all over <laughs> exactly you're done I, I think that's the yeah. perfect way to put it and like it, it does put the pelicans in a little bit of an uncomfortable position not uncomfortable but i mean I, I wonder how you think the boogie cousins of it all fits into this i mean like yeah, they're man. thriving i don't without know boogie. what does that mean i yeah. think <laughs> i mean i will say that i don't know that this could have really happened for the pelicans I, I, if boogie was still healthy so That's what like to admit what I do know. you do what do you do with that information because exactly. the you know like boogie got hurt Anthony right. Davis was forced to slide over and play the five. They have yes. uh, Nikola Miritich playing the four. Yes. They went out and got yes. Miritich. He's been unconscious. I think I yeah. read somewhere like over the last eight or nine games, he was averaging something absurd, like 20 points and 10 rebounds, wow. knocking wow. down his threes. And, you know, it's like he can do more things than just stand in the corner and shoot threes. Um, That's right. Which is like what we've learned a little bit over the course of the series. Like he can actually drive to the hoop. He can play a little yeah. defense and yeah. it's been great to see him play. Um, yes. So I, I, don't, I don't know what you do do with boogie in the offseason because he's a free agent he's going to command a huge contract he's also i don't know close to 300 pounds and tore ruptured his achilles tendon like and also if he's maybe the only per the only player more openly temperamental than rondo i mean he is an emotional he's (laughs) an emotional raw nerve 
Oh he is yeah, just like a raw, raw nerve, and like he demands a lot. You're saying they'd have to pay him a lot. He's also needs like 30 shots a game. I mean, he's a talent. Yeah. He's an ama- he's one of the better big men in the league. You know, so it's like I know. Yeah, I feel like I that's a little bit there. of the Pelicans' brand now, which is like kind of funny to even think of it like that. But like yeah. their brand <laughs> is kind of like we're angry. Like, it's like people. yeah, we're, we're the Pelicans, yeah. and we're kind of <laughs> unruly and angry, yeah. and you don't know what's going to happen. Exactly, like Rondo's still rondo i get that draymond's big and tough and i get that there are all these like you know mb just like this big crazy thing but like i i think it's a slight generation thing where it's like i think you're right the donovan mitchells and the Embiid's and the simmonses there's like a playfulness yeah so like they're sort of rivalries and like you said they're all ready for the moment but rondo it's not playful like, oh no he seems mean like <laughs> he's he like a genuinely killer. upset he, yeah, yeah exactly. like he's like an angry angry person that happens <laughs> yeah. to be good at basketball like even even draymond even draymond i get that he gets fired up and he talks a lot and he gets a bunch of teas and he's always starting shit but even that to me somehow it feels uh it feels harmless it feels in the spirit of fun it feels right. like, rondo rondo <laughs> seems like an introvert who doesn't like people like who, I, yeah. has, who knows he has to have a job and happens to be good at basketball yeah. so he's gonna fucking do that yeah. if i have to and it's like, just like i just love how dude, mad he can is. you imagine <laughs> if you had an office job and rondo was like your coworker? <laughs> yeah, exactly. like that would like, be the most like i would be so terrified of that guy yeah just like undermining me fucking with my paper clips <laughs> yeah. just like he just is never happy. He's always grumpy. I just, he's perfect for the playoffs. Yeah. He was just made for the playoffs. Yeah. And you know, and you can tell in just like the little micro interactions that Rondo, sorry to be talking about Rondo. No, time, but I love really it. Obviously I'm obsessed with Ray John Rondo. <laughs> do you know, funny. he's like a world-class connect four player. Yes. Yes, yeah. I do know that. And he's yeah. like insanely competitive any place. And he like goes to children's hospitals and wipes them out. My and brother like does not. And, <laughs> It's like does not let them win. Does not let them win. My That's brother exactly- also told me that he is like a champion cornhole player and that he <laughs> and that he um he used to live like he, he was on a team, he was on a cornhole team with the guy that he lived next door to who was like just like <laughs> dude, he was just like some investment banker dude. And they were like had like a world class team. They owned all of New England when he still lived up in Boston. And um, he's just fascinating. I could, I could, I mean, I could read and talk about Rondo for forever. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to. So it, if you're the Pelicans, do you match Rondo up on Clay? You put Rondo on Clay. <laughs> so the million dollar question with that series is going to be when does Curry come back? Yeah, um, exactly. You know, exactly. he's day to day. What I read this morning yeah. is that he's day to day, and they okay. they don't know whether he's going to play or not on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. would expect him. I mean, I I think he's going to be back at some point in the series. I think I they think so too. they're not so too. they're not messing around. I think they understand who the opponent is, and that like yeah. they can't they can't like go soft nope. on the Pelicans here. So I think nope. they're going to get Curry back on the court. So I would put Rondo, I guess, on Steph. On yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I you have Holiday, you have Drew Holiday. I mean, Drew Holiday probably checks Clay. You know what I mean? Drew Holiday's yeah. a little bit bigger. He's a truly all NBA defensive player. And Clay, even though he's like the quiet, weird, like third option, yeah. he's the one that will score 75 points. Oh, in five absolutely. Minutes. Absolutely. So it's just like, you yeah, can, I, so, dude, that yeah. backcourt, the, the matchup of that backcourt, Holiday oh. and Rondo versus Clay oh, and Steph, oh, oh. is going to oh, be man. phenomenal because everyone is going to be running around really hard. It's going to yeah. be exhausting. Like, you know, normally in the NBA, they kind of, I think coaches sort of earmark their best defender, whether it's the right. one or the two, and put that on the best, you know, option. You know, so right. it's, but I don't even know who. I don't even I I really don't know who guards who in that scenario yeah and it just speaks and it's just like every time you think that someone's going to challenge the Warriors like when I go down the mat like the matchups it's like everyone is overmatched you know what I mean it's like okay so then I guess Anthony Davis checks Durant well Jesus Anthony Davis running around following Durant is really going to dent his offensive productivity it's like Golden State just has you at every turn right it just seems like you it's impossible to get one over on them like they're all they just have too much firepower but yeah anyway that's I'll be pulling for the Pelicans hard a couple more uh out of left field stories i got jalen brown jalen brown and jason tatum playing i mean just like playing so above their pay grade you know what i mean these are a rookie and a second year player they've been incredible 
Um, we, we talked about Ben Simmons, his emergence. Um, yeah, he'll be an MVP in three years. It's Within crazy. Years. Like, it's crazy that seasons. he's, we just expect this of him. You know what wow. I mean? Like, that we don't even yeah. blink. And he, you know, he he's a rookie. This is the first, you know, the first time he's doing it. And he's just, he's he's met the moment. You know, he's not overwhelmed yes. at all. Um, no. A guy I have loved watching is uh, Boyan Bogdanovich for the Pacers. He's, in, he's Dude, unbelievable. He is Ding up LeBron. <laughs> Game three, he, he really deed up LeBron, hit a couple of big threes. Super fun to watch. He does that thing where he like buries his head into his chest and like <laughs> like plays like yes. he plays like yeah like yeah. it's uh, it's amazing. Yeah, Bogdanovich has been really stellar. And then um, I mean, he's eliminated now. The Heat have been eliminated. But how about Dwayne Wade turning back the clock? Turning Wade. back the clock, like you know, drinking between, from the fountain of youth. Dwayne exactly, Wade. I mean, just incredible. Wade and Derrick Rose and Rondo, it's like two, the best of 2003. It's like, you know, came to, uh, it's unbelievable. And I don't know if you're, if you have one more, but Joe Ingles. What about oh, Joe dude. Ingles, Chris? Dude, I am so in on Joe Ingles. How about oh Joe Ingles, God. like, shutting down Paul George? Paul George I mean, and talking shit. Oh, and talking shit. Relentless. Not afraid oh of, of OKC at all. It's so oh phenomenal goodness. to watch. And granted, yeah. shutting down Paul George often just means, you know, making him more inefficient that, you know, right. like, like those guys are still going to get their points. They'll get their rebounds. Exactly. They'll, they'll get their numbers, but they'll yes. do it in an inefficient way. And they're, and, and OKC is losing. And, That's um, right. yeah, Ingles has been a revelation. He's been super yeah, fun to he watch. Has been. Yeah. He's been great. So I'm curious from you, Lusto, can you give yeah. me dream up your most fun possible NBA final scenario and why, like, like who are you rooting for individually, yep. a team? It sounds yep. like you're really in on Philly. Yeah. Hardcore in on Philly. And at this point in these playoffs, I got to go in for New Orleans again. Uh, I know I've been talking yep. about Ronda this whole time, but yep. my dream finals would be Sixers Pelicans. It feels like Sixers we're maybe a year or two away from that reality. Although right. I don't know, man, I think Philly could get there now. Oh, I it think just Philly seems, can get there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just seems Philly can get there now. I mean, Philly, let's assume that they match up so against Boston why, next round. Yeah, I, why is that? Like, there are real reasons. Like, this is not some pipe dream. They're, they're, I no. mean, they certainly are the most talented team in the East. I, I, I don't, yeah. I, I, I think that, you know, you'd have a hard time arguing that. So the big thing is just like, are they experienced enough? Can they, yeah. can they out savvy the LeBrons of the world or yeah. the John Walls of the world or the, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, I, th- I think that they can. I mean, I think that they have this really nice mix of um, off like, you know, Embiid and Simmons, who are just like essentially the future. You know what I mean? Like yep. Penny and Shaq, basically. Yep. Just Penny like and Shaq. the best. Yeah. The best guys. But then they have like these role players really help between Covington, I, Covington and JJ Redick, I think, is that veteran yep. sort of voice Dude, who's and there. Dario. And been there. How much do we and love Dario, so, man? See, here's the thing. I, he has been the biggest surprise. I did not realize he was this good. Oh, I no. did not understand. He's the sort of I did guy, not understand. Dude, he's the sort yeah. of guy if he played on a different team we would talk about him a lot more but yeah. you know he's kind of like the third to fourth banana on that on that Sixers team so he gets he lost produces, in the shuffle a little bit he Dude, is he's, really good I mean look at the body on that guy he's I don't know, I know just like guessing I would say he's probably what I don't know six nine six ten Massive. he's like a, he's a yeah. healthy 250 pounds <laughs> drains know. threes he's drains. deft with the ball man like he can yeah. he can make passes he can get to the yep. rim I yep. like that guy a lot and plus so the I. hair lip, man. Like he, he's just a very fun player. <laughs> the hair lip does, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, I, I, yeah, I, I, I have to admit, I was uh, shamefully underinformed about how good he was. So you think so Philly think, can get there to the finals? I kind of think they can. I mean, look, if it, you know, Kyrie is Kyrie coming back? No, he's no. done for the whole postseason. Okay, great. Yeah. So I, I mean, don't you kind of like Philly over Boston in the next round? I oh, do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, my gut tells me Philly wins that. I just think they have a few more weapons. Then they get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Let's see what happens on the other side. Again, I think Toronto-Washington's probably going to go seven. Uh-huh. Cleveland, LeBron has his hands full with Oladipo and Bogdanovich. Yep. His hands are full. That's They're going to the beat the hell out thing. of each other I, on the I, other I, side. I think that's yeah. maybe one of the strongest cases we can make for Philly is that their competition, whether it's Toronto, whether it's Washington, whether it's Cleveland or Indiana, yeah. they're going to be beating the hell out of I, each other. I think so. I think so. And I just think Philly's game, which is just like, I just did not realize that they were so deft on the break. Like, I've just not yeah. watched enough Philly. And they are so good offensively. And we're talking about Ben Simmons with no jump shot. Um, oh, yeah. So oh, like, yeah. Yeah. 
no jump shot. So I just kind of think Philly could be ready now. And I would love to see them get there because again, Embiid is one of the coolest personalities. He's like the funnest guy we've had since Barkley. You know what I mean? Like the funnest the personality funnest in the guy NBA. Since Barkley. Wow. I mean, Lusto, that might be your corner. The funnest bark. The funnest guy since Barkley. He's so fun. Yeah. He's so fun. He likes being the villain. He's playful with the mask. He's friendly, but he's also competitive. He's giant, but he shoots the three. He also has he's the respect like, of the league. Like LeBron, exactly. LeBron really respects him. There isn't this like animosity towards him. Not at all. Like he plays the game with like this real joy and mirth, but also isn't afraid to mix it up. I'm just couldn't be higher on Joel Embiid, obviously. So I think Philly will get there. Now in the West, again, dream scenario is New Orleans. I just would love to see Anthony Davis and Rondo and Holiday like on that stage. But yep. it's, obviously it's going to be Golden State. Golden State will probably beat the Pelicans in five. <laughs> and then, you know, what happens on the other side? The Rockets and the Jazz. I mean, if we see Houston and Utah next round, I think Utah – is the kind of team that could push Houston to another six or seven game series, honestly. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean so, so, I mean, Houston, Utah would be the league's best <laughs> offense matched up yeah. against the league's best defense. Exactly. Exactly. I and mean, I, that to me would be riveting. And I, yeah. I, I, I gotta say, you know, just hopping back to Golden State versus New Orleans, yeah. Um, yeah. now that that's set in stone, I mean, yeah. Let's be real. So Durant versus Anthony Davis. Durant is sh- uh, in this past series against the Spurs. Durant yep. shot twenty five percent from three. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, from three. Okay. From, yeah, three. from three. He Got shot twenty five percent from three. So wow. he, you know, that can happen in the next that's, series. Like they just won't right. advance. Like it, that that team, the Warriors, is built on the long balls, built on the three. Yep. They're not going to advance yep. if he plays that poorly. Um, yeah. Curry's day to day. There's no word if he's available yep. for Saturday yet. Obviously, we think it's going to happen, but you know the yep. Warriors have been having trouble. It's looked laborious, even putting up 120 points, which is I like know. you know that's their thing. That that's their brand is just these effortless points, and it's not going to be that simple with against the Pelicans. They are going to hound them. Yeah, this particularly with Rondo and Holiday in the front court or, or in the backcourt, just sort of being that first line of defense. And frankly, like the best defensive backcourt we've seen, uh, de- definitely the best defensive backcourt in the playoffs. I mean, yep. but Rondo and Holiday. So, yeah, I think I think you're right. But I don't know. I mean, you saw Houston rip that 50 point quarter. It just seems like the Warriors have that in them at all times. Yeah, it's just like it just feels like the Warriors. Oh, and it's a close game. It's clo- oh, you lost by 65. Like it just happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, they, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm pulling for New Orleans, um, but I, th- I do think I think they I don't have know, a real I would chance. Love a, New or- a New Orleans Utah Western Conference Finals would freak me out. It would, like if the Rockets <sighs> and the Warriors both do, lose. Oh my god! To just the so colors, great. like the colors of the <laughs> yeah. jerseys alone. It's just like a lot of red and orange. Yeah, exactly. It would just be phenomenal. You know how do you how do you feel about the Utah Jazz sort of ombre sunrise jersey? I'm it's like the sun, you like it. I'm on board. I'm completely <laughs> Me too. Me on board. Too. Me um, too. I like it. You know, Matt look- Matt Lucas and I have a, a text thread, and yes. I will say I'm going to out him right now. Lucas yeah. was not there. It took him a while. Really? Yeah, this has been a thing over the course of the entire season where he slowly warmed up to it, but we are fully there. But I love. I love yeah, that I love. pale hardwood court with those yeah. bright orange, so do I. those bright orange sunrise jerseys, man. I think it's very I think like it's phenomenal. Se- it's very like seventies or like almost like they look like a more a delicious morning cereal. Oh, f- like it's fantastic. like the <laughs> just so delicious. Yes, <laughs> so delicious. Yeah. Yummy Rubio, yummy, yummy. Ricky, like Ricky Rubios. That could be a cereal. Ugh. The Ru- right. Rubios. So, <laughs> so Houston versus Utah. Assuming yeah. we get it. Assuming that Houston assuming uh, finishes the job tonight. For versus Minnesota. Yeah. Again, yep. the league's best offense versus the league's best defense. I mean, who stops I mean, Gobert? Um, can guys no like Rubio and Donovan Mitchell keep outperforming expectations? But furthermore, can CP3 and Harden, yep. can they live up to these massive expectations as the number one seed in the West? You know, they're, they're, so. they're taking care of business right now versus Minnesota. Yeah. But let's be yes. real, to be totally honest, their most convincing moment in the first round was that third quarter the other night in game five That's right. That's when right. they had that 50 point quarter. Otherwise that series, when we do a postmortem is yes. good. You know, if we're totally honest, it's been closer than it Close. will seem, you know, like, Definitely. you know, Minnesota has hung with them and Minnesota's yep. bread and butter is basically playing defense and finding offense through Jimmy Butler. So if, if, if Utah is yeah. a better, more dynamic version of Minnesota, 
I don't know. I think that series could go six to seven games. And totally if you're agree. if you're going seven games, anything can happen. Anything. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. No, I, I think you're dead on. I just sort of, I don't know, maybe I'm just sort of seduced by the D'Antoni offense, but I just do kind of feel like... Yeah, like aside from that third quarter, Houston offense has been a little sputtery, but my God, that is all relative. I mean, yep. a sputtery Houston offense is still basically the best offense in the world. And like James Harden yeah, exactly. going like 0 for 7, struggling. He's struggling so mightily, and they're winning by 20. And it's like not even a blip on the radar. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's so, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. They're going to launch 53s. But I agree with you that I, I mean, I would be eager to see. I think Utah is has so much defensive prowess. And I think you're right, is like a little bit of like a, even a maybe more potent version of Minnesota defensively. Like, yep. they're sort of modeled the same way. And if Rubio shot keeps falling, I don't know. Yep. I, yeah, anything. Could I could totally see them pushing it to six or seven, but I do just, I don't know. I just, I know. Maybe it's wishful Houston, thinking. Yeah. Houston marches through that a little bit. Yeah. Um, Lesto, let's talk about a couple of the yeah. series that are still going on. So Great. Durant, Toronto and Washington is still yes. tied up. That's two to two. Yes. Um, I believe, yes, they played a night in a decisive tonight. game five. We're recording this Great. on Wednesday. This will be published on Thursday. So at this point, we'll, nice. we'll be talking about the game that happened last night. Um, what do you see here? Do you, are, uh, do you have Toronto pulling, pulling away with the series? Again, it's hard for I don't know. I yep. don't know. John I mean, I am a I am a there are, devotee. Dude, there are all sorts of questions hanging over the yeah. Raptors' heads. You know, like this, they, this they came into the year. year with this like new look offense, this ball movement yeah. offense, shooting threes. And yeah. to be totally honest, they've been kind of abandoning some of that in the playoffs. It's been a lot of DeMar and a lot of Kyle Lowry. And, and I think I read somewhere that they have basically accounted for like 30 or 40 percent of the field goals being taken and it's like you're just not seeing that same team ball that they yeah. kind of thrived on and historically that sort of like iso thing is exactly what's gotten them in trouble in playoffs past and has like slow yep. gummed up their sort of motion offense and and you know exactly like abaka's not getting the touches and yep. their shoot other shooters aren't getting the touches so yeah and valentunas and all them so yeah i don't know man i mean i really i'm almost i'm i'm sort of rooting for the wizards to be honest with you like so, i would love to see yeah. the wizards knock them off i really like john wall um john wall gets me fired up uh-huh. like he, the way he plays gets me out of my chair i need to stand when he has the ball it's important that i see like he moves so fast and he is so explosive. He's a blur. So po- he's, he's a blur, blur, baby. Yep. So like, yeah, I don't know. I could see them if if the Wizards steal tonight. <laughs> if the Wizards steal that hey, game tonight, it's going to be a know. tough, tough task because obviously, uh, not to get somber here, but Toronto was the site of a massacre a couple of yeah. days ago. You know, ten people Very were sad. killed in this incident with a van and a shooter and blah blah blah. Oh. So. I am expecting the home crowd in Toronto to just be, it's going to be rabid. It's going to be a very emotional time. And that team seems very invested in the city. So I, I don't know. I I think home court, they will have an advantage there. Also the Raptors, I read the Raptors all season long have never taken fewer than 21, three pointers in a game. And on Sunday they took 18. So maybe they get back to their old ways of just hoisting threes passing the yeah. ball more, you know, everybody's got to eat in that offense for, for yeah. the team to win. So I, 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 I think I'm taking Toronto in seven In seven. You think it's going the full seven? I, I think, think that's going full right. seven. Yeah. Yeah. There's I think they line. get the game tonight. They go to Washington, yeah. Washington gets that game. And then we go back to Toronto and they finish it off. That feels right. And that puts them kind of weary and tired yep. to then go exactly face what we were talking about. Yep. Cleveland and Indiana who've been beating the living hell out yep. of each other over there. Indiana, I can't believe how physical they are. I mean, between Bogdanovich and Thaddeus Young. Dude, it's Young, a boxing Oldis- match. Um, they, yeah, you know, they were that, saying the other night, like, these aren't quarters, they're rounds. These are like yeah, rounds exactly. in a boxing match. Yeah, exactly. So like that top, again, and this is all just ser- serving the point of like, yeah, I think Philly weirdly has the quote unquote easiest road. I mean, they're resting already. A Kyrie-less Boston. I just like them well, in that series. Have, Although that, yeah, they have the yeah. healthiest young, like youngest yeah. legs, basically. You know, exactly. Um, but yeah, I think you're right about Toronto. And what is it? Why can't I fully sort of surrender to rooting for Kyle Lowry and Demar Derozan? What is it that prevents me from fully mean. giving myself over? Like, is it like trust? Your- you're talking about trust, right? 
Or is it like a, a, a like thing, like a personal I, like? I think it's personality. Some, oh, okay, so th- and maybe th- maybe this is just me. Maybe this is uh-huh. just me. But I, I mean, I know this wasn't just me. But I are always loathed Dwight Howard because I, yep. I always, I mean, everybody did obviously, but not for his game. I just found his personality so unbearable, like off-putting, and his yeah. so off-putting. His need to be liked. He was so desperately yep. sort of affable. It yep. was so phony and fake. Yep. Sometimes when I see Lowry and DeRozan on the podium at the press conference after the game, and it's not nowhere near Dwight Howard levels, but something about Kyle Lowry, it feels like he's performing his personality a little yeah. bit that annoys me. It just annoys me. Yeah. It yeah. just annoys me. Okay. Like I feel like he's like really like we're loose and we're fun and he's always like goofing around with DeMar and I can tell that DeRozan doesn't really like yeah, that much. Like they hate each other. Like in real life. Just, yeah. Kyle Lowry just seems like he might be a little bit of an annoying guy. Oh. <laughs> and, oh. I, and I know that has nothing to do with anything but I don't know I just am I love annoyed it. by him. Yeah. yeah. Hot take. Hot take from Adam <laughs> Lustig. All right. He might be annoying. Let's look at Boston and Milwaukee. So Boston yep. leads the series 3-2. to two. Marcus Smart uh, returned last night Ooh. for the Celtics after a yeah. thumb injury earlier in the year. Um, basically he, he comes back and does what Marcus Smart always does. He's hounding, you know, the opposing guards, grabbing rebounds, making hustle plays. Um, you know, Giannis failed to basically make a push in the second half and Boston comes out with the win 92, 87. Uh, Lusto, how do you see this series shaken out? Is it, uh, is it Boston's series to win at this point? I think it is. I even th- I even see Boston going and Milwaukee and grabbing this game six. I don't think this one yeah. goes seven. I just think with Marcus Smart back, I mean, again, he's pure energy. A lot of the stuff he does is like, you know, whatever yep. doesn't show up on the stat sheet or whatever that cliche is. Yep. But like he, uh, I don't know. I think Boston is just too disciplined. They're just too good. Yep. I think Milwaukee's becoming a little emotionally unraveled. Bledsoe's getting a hot head. And I yep. just kind of see them coming apart at the seams a little bit. I mean, they're just outmatched here. And I, I mean, think this also feeds into your narrative. <laughs> not getting ahead of, of ourselves, but like it feeds yeah. into the narrative about Philadelphia again. So if, if yeah. Boston advances, yeah, no one in Boston who's a fan who supports the organization is going to feel bad about a depleted, depleted Boston team losing right. to the 76ers. Like that's right. The 76ers will be heavily favored in that series. Wow. Do you think so? You think they'll be, fa- of course. I mean, yeah, I sure, guess they will be. They'll be like the favorite. Yeah. Plus though, they're running out a team of like uh, Marcus Smart, Terry Rozier, Al right. Horford, right. you know, know. like You're Tatum right. and Brown and Tatum You're and Brown right. have been playing great. Uh, but You're like, right. They're they're up against you know Shaq and Penny. You, I know you no, know what I mean. Right. Like I I, I I don't and I don't think Danny Ainge or any of the Celtics or Brad Stevens would feel badly about losing to the Seventy yeah. Sixers in six games. You know what I mean? I think that's right. It I would be a right. noble yeah. like, hey, we did this without Kyrie. We did this without Gordon Hayward. We that's can't right. wait for next year. We're really you know we're we're going to give these guys a run for their money. That's right. Um, I think you're. I think you're right about that. Yeah, the but 76ers I, and the Heat uh, that wrapped up last night. Philly wins the series yep. four to one. Uh, we yep. ta- we've talked plenty about the Sixers. I'm curious for you, what's yep. next for Miami? Um, I floated that idea about Kawhi yeah. Leonard. I would love for them to find some sort of elite level offensive like a creator wing, a wing yeah exactly they just need i mean who knows what happens to Dwayne wade he seems tireless yeah. i don't know if he's gonna come back it's like him and ginobili will probably do the same thing at the same time whatever they do like i don't know do you i don't know well regardless of wade yeah yeah i think that they I, i'm right with you here coach i think that they need an off like a dynamite offensive wing because it's not wins but they they're a lot supporting of cast, role players. man their supporting cast is so strong you know it's it like strong God, yeah i mean like anyone would love to coach that team just because those guys are so gritty so hard-nosed but they yes. do it seems need some sort of like offense. north yeah some sort of north star some sort some of offensive offense. like peace yeah, I mean, I love Josh Richardson. I really do. I think yep. he's like a potential, uh, you know, I don't know. He's, I mean, he hasn't been in the league too long, has he? Uh, no, I think he's, he's really good. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, they have some really cool pieces. Dragic is just, I mean, he's like little Ginobili 2.0. Mm-hmm. He's really great. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, what do they need? I think Kawhi, you hit the nail on the head. I think that they need someone exactly Something like, that. like that. A real yeah. offensive superstar that they, I mean, maybe it's Boogie. I mean, Boogie and Whiteside yeah. would be, yeah. would be. Yeah could be weird yeah but i mean i think you're right and everyone always seems to want to go to miami miami is like i don't know they 
just when you sort of think that they're done and they need to rebuild, they never seem to ever need to rebuild. Whoever that it's next like, guy that becomes available is, that's who Miami should circle. Whether, you know, it's like yeah. when Durant was available, everyone wanted Durant or when, you know, yeah. uh, you know, 10 years ago when Carmelo Anthony wanted a trade, it was like, oh, right. you know, like whoever is seeking I mean, a team and is like, right. I'm the guy that's going to come in and take 18 shots a game. I'm going to average 25 points. I'm going to be an all-star yeah. and things are going to run through me. That's what they need. Frankly, it's frankly. I mean, I think you're describing Paul George a little bit, also. I oh, mean, I yeah, mean, if dude. Paul George, that's Paul a George great does, one. If Paul George doesn't come to the Lakers, like yeah. everyone sort of likes to set, like sort of, you know, which is the sexy projection. Oh, wow. I mean, Miami, Miami I mean, would be great. That would make a lot yeah. of sense. He'll be the alpha scoring option in Miami, and he'll have a lot of cool role players around him. And I don't know, but yeah, someone like Kawhi, someone like Paul George, someone who can get 25 shots a game and yep. like be your first option, I think is what Miami needs. Because like you said, their role players are stellar. Their team defense is always great. Yep. And they have a lot of pieces except for a real scorer. And I just think they got outscored by Philly, who are freaks. They have an amazing offense. But of yeah, Miami needs a score. Yep. Uh, Cleveland versus Indiana. We're tied up 2-2. Game 5 is tonight, Wednesday night. Um, yeah, how do you see the series shaking out? Yeah. Jeez, I think this goes 7. I think this is the wow. Cavs in 7. Oh, my God. I think it, Can you imagine yeah. that, dude? That Imagine if I told you before the year that LeBron would be going into an yeah. elimination game in round 1 and his opponent would be Victor Oladipo. I know it. And again, Oladipo is someone that I think I criminally underrated because course, I think that I was blinded by... Yeah. The whole league, I was blinded by how corny his slam dunk contest appearances mm-hmm. have been, where he like comes out and sings like Sinatra. I'm like, all sings. right, people. Yeah. Sings. yeah. Give me a break, man. Give me a break. <laughs> yeah. But holy crap, he is maybe as fast as John Wall. Yeah, he man. He's a blur. Up the co- I did not realize how fast he was. Dude, he's, just also didn't just, he's also just totally no nonsense. I don't like, yeah. you, you should, you should, li- I, as, as funny as that probably sounds, considering we just talked about what a cheese ball he is, like, <laughs> yeah, but- listen to his post game, um, like the little interview he does on the court after those games. He is. Yeah. He expects the Indiana Pacers to win the series, as he should. Love it. But like, love it. he is out for blood. He is there to win the series. Love it. And uh, I love that. I mean, that's the you know the playoff intensity that we were talking about. That's been so great in this first round. But yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, I mean, LeBron needs these role players to step up. He needs Kyle yeah. Korver. He needs J.R. Smith. These guys gotta. Yep. They gotta hit their yep. threes, basically. Well, let me tell you my favorite player in this series, Sabonis. Oh, man. that guy, Sabonis, is my uh-huh. favorite player in this series. Why? Yeah, like I, I just love a his big, game, tall I want white. Him on the, yeah, I want him on the Knicks so uh-huh. bad. I want him on the Knicks so uh, bad. I fun. just like I don't know. Maybe it's like '90s nostalgia, Arvidas Sabonis, yep. residual Sabonis love mm-hmm, and respect. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I don't know that Indiana team between him and Thaddeus Young. We love I mean, them. They just have some pieces there. Yeah, so we I love think them. They push Cle- I think they push Cleveland to seven but i don't know i i wouldn't bet against lebron ever yeah man so, it's like, really hard to bet against lebron that's the one yeah. thing i mean I, I i love dreaming up all these eastern conference scenarios where philly wins or whatever it is but it's like but i don't know it's still it's, LeBron's it's world, like kinda. yeah it's like you're out you know in the outback or like a safari and there's old lebron yeah. like alligator lebron <laughs> yeah, yeah. just like yeah, lurking exactly. in the weeds like exactly. licking his chops yes, it's exactly like at the fresh right. meat um, yeah Let's glance at the Western Conference real quick. I know you got to go. I can't. I don't want to take up too much of your time here. No, but um, this is a delight. So we talked plenty about Houston and Minnesota. Let's let's yep. uh, let's do a little postmortem. Uh, Golden State beat uh, the Spurs. What's next yep. for the Spurs? I mean, we 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 talked about the Warriors. What's next for the Spurs? It feels like there's a lot of uncertainty there. I mean, yeah, the team is at a crossroads. You know, Kawhi. Everything you're hearing is that Kawhi potentially wants to leave. Yeah. Coach Pop yeah, tragically loses his yeah. wife. I mean, I know it feels like they're at like an existential crossroads. It feels like Murray. They build a team around like I'm Murray, maybe. I mean, oh, like, yeah, Dejounte Murray. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought like it was some feels, dude named Murray. Like literally, yeah, like, like his name. It's like, oh, this is Murray from accounting. Uh, he, this he, is Murray, my landlord <laughs> on the Upper West Side. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know about the Spurs, man. Like again, talk about a team that has in tw- literally for our entire life has never had to rebuild. Yep. Like they've never, ever, ever had to rebuild. They transitioned from David Robinson to Tim Duncan, and they've never missed a playoff in like seventy-eight years yep so it does feel like yeah i don't know man it feels like they have to kind of start from scratch tony parker is up there manu if he stays he's 40 if he leaves he's gone i wow, just don't dude, he's been i incredible. mean the west what a, what a playoff unbelievable he had career. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's there was still some doing it. He's, he's like the, still pulling the rabbit out of his hat. He's you know? incredible, man. Yeah, he's yeah. There was some stat like he's one of maybe the only player or maybe one of two who has won a EuroLeague title, an NBA championship, and an Olympic gold medal. That's wow. crazy. Really? That's crazy. Wow. That's so nuts. So, like, I don't know. I, I kind of think the Spurs, for the first time in literally a generation and a half, are going to kind of have to a Break little bit start. I kind of think so. The West is – I mean, look at all of the other powers in the West. It's like, yeah, like, they've, they're have they not – they can't even really run with New Orleans these days or even Utah. Like, all these teams have really kind of leapfrogged them. And that just organically over time. I mean, it's amazing that they've, they've had a run this incredible for this long. But it's – it does kind of feel like it's the end of this incredible 25 year run. It does yeah. kind of feel like that. Yeah. yeah. Also like their brand for a very long time has been like having these old unathletic, thankless guys, yeah. you know, it's like yeah. Pau Gasol is on their team. I don't know. Like mm-hmm. Pau Gasol is like a full head of gray hair. He's um, a grandfather. Yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like probably time to like turn over a new leaf and find so. some, some young blood. But man, I mean, the 30 for 30 that is going to come out in three oh, years Jesus. about whatever the hell happened with Kawhi Leonard this this season oh my is going to be fascinating. Yeah, I mean, I, know. I don't know. I, I wish I knew. Sort of, I wish I knew what was going on so we could have a conversation about it. But unfortunately, exactly. all we know is just like, I don't know. It seems weird that he's not at any of these games. Like, he, he, he just went on vacation. Apparently. This year. Yeah. He just, yeah. He just, just stopped. He just yeah. didn't play this Just year. decided so, that he wasn't going to play. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's talk. We, 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 we've discussed the, the Blazers plenty, but, um, I mean the, uh, the Pelicans plenty, but they were eliminated yep. by, uh, with the Pelicans, I should say eliminated the Blazers. Let's talk yep. a little bit about what's next for Portland. Dame, yeah, Dame and, yeah. uh, CJ McCollum. Do, do you break yeah. it up? Do you keep them together? I don't know. That, that's another, the West just feels so stacked right now yep. that between Houston, who's like clearly entering I mean, in a perfect world, the Rockets are, like, entering their peak productivity phase right yep. now where they'll, like, be in the finals for the next five years. Yep. So between, like, Golden State and Houston and Anthony Davis and Utah, like we said, it and, and for the perpetual Westbrook of it all, it just feels like Portland gets kind of crowded out. I don't know what you do. It also feels like they need that same wing that the Heat need, yep. that they need that, like, a, a Kawhi. They need a Paul George, not someone who can shoot necessarily, but a slasher, someone who can take the offensive pressure off of those two guards. A LeBron. But Mc- oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Basically. They could really use LeBron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah Kevin O'Connor at The Ringer wrote a really interesting article, but basically, oh, yeah. you know, like, this is a team that hasn't won a title since 1976-77, uh, they are in cap hell. They are in salary cap hell. Yeah. They are on the books for $110 million. And right. Lillard and McCollum combined make $53 million of that. And, yeah. Um, you know, it's like they are, they have potential contract extensions for four of their regular, you know, rotation guys. Uh, Nurkic is due. Ed Davis, Shabazz Napier, Pat Connaughton, yeah. like all these guys need to be paid and accounted for. So yeah. I really don't know what the solution is there. It doesn't seem like trading their two best, one of their two best players makes a ton of sense, but at the same time, Not really, what I, else do you do? I don't know how you make yeah. the team better. Um, yeah, the way it's tough. I mean, like as, as much, I mean, like that's the mild difference between the East and the West. The East does kind of really feel like actual parody. Yeah. Like anyone with a couple of any, that all those teams in the East do genuinely feel like one or two moves away from being able to contend. Yeah. And the West is still so top heavy. It's like, oh, well, like whatever you do, are you really, are, can you even compete with Golden State in Houston? I don't know. Unlikely. What are you going to do? But that's to put a very in that hard, league? like that's, yeah. a, that's such a ridiculous standard to, to, to measure yeah. against. Like, you know, yeah. I always, I, I've said this with Kra a bunch, like, you know, we grew up and the, the Jordan Bulls were like the villain, right? As Knicks right. fans, the, the Jordan that's Bulls right. were like, that, that was, that was a Goliath. Right. And, and, and being David as the Knicks, it's like, I don't know if I knew then, if you said like, Hey, look, these Ewing Starks Oakley teams, they're never going to make that. You're never going to win a title with these, with these teams. You're breaking do you, you, right you want to break, do you want to break it up? And yeah. I wouldn't, you know, like I wouldn't no trade way. that stuff like that. That was no fun. Way. That was, that was yeah. fun to me. So I, I don't know. I would advocate for 
you know, don't break up the band. Keep it together. See yeah, what you can do. I'm with you. I'm um, with you there. Lester, let me throw you a, a quick couple of gambling uh, props at you and uh, okay. see, see what you can do for me here. So okay, these are great. individual player props. So I have John Wall playing okay. at Toronto tonight. Okay. Give okay. me over or under 40 yes. combined points, rebounds, and assists. 40 points, rebounds, assists. I'm going to say, yeah, on the road in Toronto, uh-huh. hostile crowd. Drake will be in the front row. John Wall is going to bring his A game. I think I'm going over. Great. I think I'm going to go over. I see him getting like 17. Love it. Uh, yeah, yeah. 40. Well, 40? Yeah, yeah. Over. 40. Over. Yeah. yeah. How about uh, Derek Rose on okay. uh, at Houston on Wednesday over okay. under 15 points? Oh, I don't know. Uh, over, over. Those games okay. go fast. Great. Both teams get a shit ton of shots. Donovan yeah. Mitchell versus OKC. So we're at okay. Oklahoma City on the road. Hostile. Donovan Mitchell Hostile. at Oklahoma City over yep. under 30 points and eight rebounds. Okay, I'm going to say over on the points, under on the rebounds. Fantastic. I'm going to say I think he scores, but I, I think that I think Oklahoma City comes out of that game a winner. You got uh, yeah. you got a thought on coach of the year here? Let me give you some odds. So I have Brad Stevens oh, yeah. three to one, Dwayne Casey four to one, Popovich six to one, Quinn Snyder seven to one, Nate McMillan twelve to one, Dan Tony twenty to one. Hold up now, where's Brett? What's Brett? What's his name for the Sixers? Brett Brown. Yeah, uh, oh, I don't bummer. have it in front of me. Bummer, man. Yeah. Come on. Okay. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay, you want Brett uh, Brown. Okay. All I right. Want Brett Brown. All right. That's I your vote. Here for the six. I am okay. here for the Sixers. I am a dyed in the red and blue Sixers fan. Also, can I just ask one quick question? Yeah. The Philadelphia 76ers home court, the logo is the big 76, uh-huh. but then there's a snake that sort of winds around <laughs> the 76. Now, I don't know if you have any insight on this. My best guess is that it's like a don't tread on me early constitution imagery, but I can't for the life oh of me. Oh my God, my I just Googled I, this. What the fuck is this? Yeah. Well, the, it's a snake. Like, they have it's a, it's a snake. snake wrapping itself around the Liberty Bell. I don't get it unless it's like a don't tread on me kind of imagery, like early, early America's, the early colonies kind of thing. But I don't get this. That is very anyway. cryptic. That like okay. in the age of Trump is like, guess what? Yeah. There's a snake and he'll rob you of your <laughs> yeah. justice. God, that's weird, man. I know. Okay. Uh, that's brother, a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay. My brother and I have been trying to figure it out. Yeah. So I'm not okay with the insight. snake in the grass. Let me know. <laughs> um, uh, I got a couple of conference futures. So let me know. These are odds to win the Eastern Conference. Let me know if you like anything here. So I have Philadelphia at plus 175, which means if you bet $100 and and you're correct, you'll get $175 on top of your original $100 wager. So that's plus 175. Then I have the Raptors at two to one, the Cavaliers at two to one, the Celtics Uh at 18 to one, the Wizards at 22 to one. The Pacers at thirty-three to one, and the Bucks at fifty to one. Do you have a Do you have a low risk, high reward potential? If we're just throwing a dollar, ten dollars at one of these teams, yeah. And sorry, and those are the odds that they'll make the finals. That they'll make like the, the finals f- coming out of the East. The, not that not that the they'll NBA. even win. They just have to make the finals. Yeah, I mean Boston was eighteen to one. Eighteen is that to one. Eighteen I mean, to one. They, that seems I don't know. Like let's I'm throw a dollar at it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would say so because Boston. And again, I know that we've been talking nothing. We've just been hyping up the uh-huh. Sixers this whole time. But I don't know. Like just because of that, low I risk, like high reward. Will, yeah, I think so. I think Boston. Okay, yeah. let me let's look, let's look at the West. Uh, so I have Golden yes. State at minus one twenty five, which means so you have to wager one hundred and twenty five dollars in order to get a hundred dollars back. Well, that's unbelievable. Yeah. Then I have Houston at plus 130, meaning if you wager 100 bucks and you're correct, you get 130 on top of what you wagered. Then this is where it gets fun. I have Utah 18 to 1. (laughs) I have New Orleans 25 to 1. I have Oklahoma City 50 to 1 and Minnesota 125 to 1. Pelicans, baby. Throw that dollar on those New Orleans uh, Pelicans. uh, uh, 25 to 1 on the Pelicans. I love that. Yes. I'll take that right now, right on, now. And no, then again. these are some odds to win the NBA championship. Okay. Um, the Warriors plus one ten. The Rockets two to one. Now let's have some fun. Philadelphia <laughs> seventy seven to one. Toronto yep. ten to one. Cleveland yep. eleven to one. Utah forty to one. New 40. Orleans fifty to one. Forty. Boston yeah. sixty six to one. Yeah, that. 
Yeah, that. sixty-six to the one. Celt- the Celtics. I mean, the Celtics are good. They're really good. Okay. And like Philly is has way more offensive firepower, but it's not so crazy that Boston would come out of that series. I mean, Boston's been excelling all year. I don't know. Wow, these Great. odds really reveal that like people are down on Boston. Hey, which I get, but man, Lesto, yeah. I know nothing about the NFL draft. I don't watch college. Uh, I don't watch college oh, football. Same. I don't care about it. But to know, even the day this is being published is the day of the NFL draft, Thursday, hey, April cool. 26th. So let me give you some odds to be the Great. number one overall pick. Pick one of these okay. names that you like. So we have Sam Darnold at minus 240. Okay. He's the heavy favorite. We have Josh okay. Allen, who I believe is a quarterback from Wyoming. He's two to okay. one. We have okay. Shaquan Barkley, four to one. Baker Mayfield, five to one. Josh Rosen, the chosen Rosen, 12 to one. And Bradley <laughs> Chubb, 40 to one. Okay. Um, I have almost close to zero name Literally, recognition. I, yeah. The I, name I don't know Baker, any of these guys. Yeah, Baker. The name ba- Baker Mayfield <laughs> sounds like a made-up country music star. So let's say Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, 5-1. to one. Hey, I got news for you. I just read an article the other day that the Browns are seriously considering taking Baker, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. And are they going to bring Incredible. the rest of his country western band along with him? I love it. Or is it just, yeah. Hey, Lusta, before I let you go, we're going to play a quick yes. game called Name That Guy. Which of the okay. following four former Syracuse grads had the oh, shortest baby. NBA career in, to- <laughs> okay. in terms of total games played. Shortest <laughs> okay. NBA career in terms of total okay. games. A, Johnny Flynn. Oh, B, Fab Mello. <laughs> oh, C, Malachi Richardson. D, oh, Malachi. D, Rakeem Christmas. Or E, Andy Routens. <laughs> oh, Johnny God. Flynn, Fab Mello, Malachi Richardson, Rakeem Christmas, or Andy Routens. I honestly did not know all of those exactly. guys even made the exactly. NBA. So yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say Malachi. Did he even make it? Malachi was drafted and maybe played zero games. 48 or, games. Uh, he currently 48. plays okay. for Toronto, uh, for oh. Sacramento, and was traded to Toronto. The, okay, the correct that. answer is E, Andy Routens, five games with the New York Knicks in 2010. <laughs> of course it was the Knicks. Uh, of course it was the Knicks. Lusto, oh thanks for God. hopping on the pod, man. This oh, was Chris, so much fun. Me, it's great this to hear blast. your voice. And uh, yeah, let's too, touch base later in the playoffs. All right, man. All right, talk thanks to you soon. Thanks for having me. All right, bye. All right, that was a conversation with Adam Lustig. Lusto, thank you so much. You're the best. I always love talking to you so much. I miss you. My name's Chris Wendelkin. This is On The Line. You can tweet at me at onthelinepod underscore pod. Find me on Instagram at onthelinepod. Enjoy the playoffs, and I will talk to you next week.